The Newsable team is made up of people from different stages of life, like any workplace. But earlier in the year, one of our team members mentioned she'd love a handbook of how to survive between the ages of 18 and 25. Oh my God, what a great idea. We could probably use that guide no matter what kind of age and stage you're at in life, to be honest. Exactly. So kia ora. Welcome to the summer edition of Newsable. I'm Imogen. And I'm Jess. And I can't wait for this great hit of life hacks. We didn't get too serious and down in the weeds on it all. And also, if you won Celebrity Treasure Island, surely, surely, you know how to survive in life. So who better to turn to to gather a bit of wisdom and the odd laugh but comedian Chris Parker. Love it. Let's do it. Bang, bang, bang. First off, uh, what's your top tip for surviving between the ages of 18 to 25? I think your 20s are overrated, to be honest. Like, I think there's a lot in, like, media around, like, the 20s being this, like, crazy, chaotic time of your life. But, like, I had barely come out of the closet when I was in my 20s. Like, I came out mid-20s. And then so I feel like things really kick off in your 30s. And I feel like your 30s is kind of your messy area because you've got a bit of money to play around with. You've got a bit of that, like, disposable income to blow out and make some real mistakes. So I feel like the 20s, my biggest, like my number one tip for the 20s is um, just go easy on yourself and and not feel like I'm not living my 20s enough. It's not romantic enough. Well, everyone's like, I should be dating more or seeing the world more. But I'm like, you've got heaps of time to do that. So just like take the pressure off. And it's hard, I guess, with social media or whatever. It was just, I don't know. Crush your phone then. <laughs> Just <laughs> get delete off, it. Get offline, you know, get off the internet. Uh, we've got a few questions sent in. We asked for some questions. Bring it on. Okay, here's the first one. If you go around to someone's house and you take some drinks, some chippies maybe, but said item that you take doesn't get either opened or finished. Yeah, take it home. Take it home? Take Always. It home. <laughs> take it home. No way. Just take it home. Take it home. Yeah. That's yours to enjoy. <laughs> We work hard for our money. We're living in a you know a cost of living crisis. Yeah, yeah. You buy a bag of let's be honest, probably expensive overpriced chips because you're trying to impress. They're so expensive. Yeah, take them home, take enjoy them, them. Home. eat them in the car on the way home, like a king. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would I do. Vision. I'm often bringing in a bottle of wine and then like no one drinks it. I'm like, oh well, I'm taking Just that home. Take the Chardonnay. That's on you guys for not drinking it. <laughs> what if it's open? If it's open, don't be a rat. You got to leave it there. <laughs> Don't be a rat. Like, what do you want? Like, and everyone's put their disgusting hands in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah once yeah. it's open, it's a it's, free game. Yeah. It belongs to the house. Yeah, but that's why I think, you know what? If you want it to be eaten, you have to ask yourself the question, am I bringing this to, to be home. eaten or do I want to take this home? <laughs> and if you want it to be eaten, then open the chips and put them in a bowl. <laughs> Because when the chips are in a bowl, oh, we react differently, different, you know. Different. If you want to make friends, I like to find a corner of a party, mm. often in the kitchen. I like to open a bag of chips, throw them in a bowl, and you just put. And you just watch them. They're like moths to they a come, flame. They oh, can. they come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just easy. You throw your hand. No one's even thinking. They're just their hands mid bowl. So springboarding off that, then if you're, we've got some questions about small talk when you like first hit a uni hall or maybe a flat and you oh, don't yeah, know good. anyone. Is having a bowl of chips around you at all Great times? Great start. And I think chip chat can take you anywhere. Like because I think there's a lot to say about someone by like what chip they like. You know, what's your favourite flavour of chip? A Mexicano corn chip, tasty cheese. Yeah, exactly. I'm a jalapeno kind of guy, oh. but you know, I know. I know exactly what you are. Versatile. Yeah. yeah, it's a great chip and a great for nachos. You can load a lot. It's heavy yeah. bearing. Like, it's got good support structure mm-hmm. in it. Because like, you, you can't do it on Doritos. Like, it's just a nightmare. No, no, no. Those things are going to crack and it's no. it's, a, it's a headache. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I love a big crunchy chip, you know, like a big thick chip. Like, like a, a snack a like kind of light, you know. <laughs> I love the jaw tension and all that. You know, there's a lot to go off. But if some, someone's like green onion, you know, probably not to talk to them anymore. Mm. 
Um, already salted, like you know, I, just like where's your fun? Yeah, no, don't but, you don't come at me and but say that. Ready like, salted, you could do a lot with. No, no, ready. You salted. can put any dip in front of it. You're ready to go to the retirement home. Okay, like yeah. if you if you if your sense of enjoyment is a salty, just like a plain salty chip, I can't. Agree. I'm sorry, like we we just can't. <laughs> Feeling a bit peckish. Should I start saving for a house as soon as I leave high school? No. No, I mean, there's nothing that makes me more angry than like, we were 22 and we worked hard and we bought our house overnight. I'm just like, shut up. My big theory as well is like, I feel like if people get the support of their parents, which is like no judgment, like we all have to get in one way or another. Mm. But I do think, you know, on the for sale sign that, you know, it's always the couple posing outside with the sold house. Mm. I think there should be like, you know, sold sticker and then another sticker underneath with the help of mummy and daddy. <laughs> and that should be stuck there so that we can like, so that when we're like, oh my God, these How? guys bought a house at 22, you're like, Ah, that's how it happened. That's fine. Okay, well, congratulations. Have a happy life. But I also know that mummy and daddy helped. And that, and that makes me feel better. So I do think we should start adding those stickers in. But I, no, you've got to spend your money. You've got to, you got to, you know, because then once you buy the house, the hard bit actually starts, right, which is like the mortgage, I guess. Mm. I don't own a house. So, you know, like you've got – and then, then all your money's going. So you've got to have a couple of years where you're buying the stupidest things you can imagine. And I think you've got to buy the thing that you wanted as a kid and you weren't allowed. What was one thing that you weren't allowed, Chris? I wanted a Barbie so bad. I got one for my 30th birthday. It made me so happy. Mm. And now I own it. It's a prized possession. I just like – it's stuck on the wall. I just love it. Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Right. <laughs> Limited edition. I love it. We all had a toy we wanted, be it like the sticker maker or the nail gel kit that you'd buy mm-hmm. or Hot Wheels. Our mm. Boys were into that. I don't know. But like like the big racetrack or whatever. Yeah. Buy it for yourself. Nice. You're working hard. Buy the toy you always wanted as a kid. What did you want? A PlayStation. Next question. What is the household item everyone between the ages of 18 to 25 should have and why is it a Pyrex jug? <laughs> I love a Pyrex. You got to have a Pyrex because you can make like an omelet in there. You can scrambled eggs. I mean, a lot of egg thing. dishes. Yeah, a yeah, quiche. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you could measure. Make, yeah, you know, a pancake. You know, but I think honestly, the number one, my number one advice for somebody, what, what age again? 18? 18 to twenty-five. I think blow a lot of money, well, more than you would, on an expensive clothes horse because you know the ones you get from like. You know, the, the Kmart ones, the, the white ones, they break. And the paint starts the chipping paint off. The paint starts to chip. It drives me crazy. And it makes you so mad daily. You know, every day you just resent doing your washing. If you buy a clothes horse, that's like $50. But it's like, it's got joints. It's made out of stainless steel. It can be like It could go ladder. upright. It, it could go. be whatever. It's just going to take, because none of us are looking forward to doing the washing. You have to accept, you have to wash your clothes until the day you die. And people might wash them for you eventually, but you've got to get a clothes horse that makes it less painful. I'm going to do that after this. You know, you just take these little bits in your house. You're just like, oh, that really annoys me. Oh. And you hit it daily. Like, yeah. like it could be like a I don't know, like a, a wonky drawer yeah. or like a horrible, um, you know, cutlery drawer or Fix something. It. Just these horrible things that are like, you just like accept that these are always this way in your life. And you're like, I actually could just deal with this. And this is probably an under $30 problem and would take about 10 minutes to solve. But I just have accepted that it's always awful in my life. I, that, I mean... That alone is how you survive between 18 and 25. Just solve it this now. This is an under $30 problem and I should solve it. Right now. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot I need to do in my house now. Personal relationships. Oh, yeah. Let's get into the Woo-hoo. let's get into the weeds of this. Okay, so how do you friend zone someone without ruining the friendship? How do you, yeah. You know, actually, my 
one of my best friends, maybe my best friend, Brinley Stent, is a Billy T. Award winner comedian, did Celebrity Treasure Island with me. We lived together for many years. Our friendship catapulted because she actually had a crush on me back in the day. And um, she texts me, like, this is, like, you know, on the Nokia, like, this is in the 40s, um, <laughs> and was just like, hey, I, you know, L-Y-K, you know, we were spelling things mm. crazy back then, like you, um, and just gave me the option to be like, I like you back or whatever. Um, and I was like, you know, deeply in the closet, um, but was like, oh, um, I have my reasons as to why I don't like you back. And we were managed to sort of bounce back and become like lifelong friends. And I do think it's something about just saying the truth faster to someone. Like as soon as you get, that's what the top twin said to me actually. It's such a good bit of advice. And I apply it to all facets of my life. Just say the truth faster. Because then if you hold on to it longer or if you have like hold back your feelings or whatever, then not only do you have the one problem, but you also have the fact that you've been holding this for a really long time Mm. or you're feeling weird about it. And all these other problems come out of, something where you just haven't addressed it faster. So if you just deal with that head on immediately, then at least you're being honest and in the moment and up top. Chris Parker, thank you so much for this wonderful, sometimes questionable yeah. advice. And thanks for having me on Usable. <laughs> and I hope whoever's listening out there, you know, I hope you quit your job, as Beyonce <laughs> said, and, um, you know, you don't break my soul. Some great advice in there. Tell the truth quickly and first and invest Mm. in a really good clothes horse. Not one I would have expected to walk away with, but I shall walk away with this piece of advice. What more do you need in life? Really? Exactly. I can't argue with a clothes horse one, like all through uni. You know, you're constantly putting them up and down. And to have one that makes your life easier, just go and do it. And then you never have to do it again. Uh, Anyway, off I need to trot to Kmart to get a new one. That is all from this summer edition of Newsable. I'm Imogen Wells. I'm Jessica McCarthy. And also catch those Briscoe sales because you might find a good one there. And you will never buy better. Newsable. News that's worth talking about. If you liked it and reckon it's also worth supporting, please make a contribution at stuff.co.nz slash support. Kia ora, I'm Adam Blair. I played the great game of rugby league for the Storm, Tigers, Broncos and the Mighty Warriors. And I'm Goran Paladin, sports presenter and rugby league fanatic. I won a World Cup too. I played 51 tests for New Zealand. Yeah, he's a national treasure, people. Come on. Blairy and I, we're joining forces for a brand new rugby league podcast called League of Our Own. Each week we talk Kiwis across the NRL and of course everything was. All the big names, the big stories. And some of my own stories too. Well, if we can make them fit. We'll make time. Okay. League of Our Own with Blairy and Goran. Debut ep dropping on Wednesday afternoon and every Wednesday after that. You can listen through stuff.co.nz or wherever you get your podcasts. Proudly brought to you by Snap Rentals. Mate, your, your stories are way too long, eh? Nah, we've got to take them on a journey. <laughs> oh, the journey. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs>